When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's not worth winning if you can't win! it is everybody the famous callback charlie's rounding up the ducks for d2 probably the greatest movie in the history of the world definitely the top mighty ducks movie and the one i know everybody especially my co-host heath has been waiting for us to tackle oh my gosh brandon this movie takes me back like nothing in this world can take me back. We talked about it in the very first episode that we've ever recorded where my fire, my love for the mighty ducks, it sprouted from this movie. I owned the puffy VHS tape copy of it. We bought it secondhand from Hollywood video uh, during the dog days of summer sale and main street Wayne America. (laughs) Oh my gosh, Brandon, like I'm telling you this movie like lives in infamy. It's where I spent two weeks laid up on the couch after hernia surgery, watching this bad boy <laughs> on repeat. Like I, I love everything about this movie. I didn't even realize how I much forgot, I watched I this movie. I forgot about your little baby hernia. Yeah. Yeah. How I had a hernia as a baby and literally I couldn't walk. I, like all I could do is like barely walk, you know what I mean? And so I just camped out on the couch, crushing ice cream sandwiches, watching D2, the mighty ducks. <laughs> takes me way back oh dude, this movie uh, everything about this movie is great and we'll get into it later but like this movie actually influenced our family vacation because i'm like 80 percent sure the reason we vacationed when i was 10 years old to the mall of america was because i just wanted to go there so bad after seeing did it you, in this movie did you rollerblade through it oh d- d- no absolutely not you cannot oh, put on. me on like rollerblades just regular skates skis any of that stuff i am an absolute disaster on that stuff <laughs> like just I, I look like a fucking Wait. baby deer on the ice yeah. like bambi on the ice that's me Do- in any form <laughs> doing the the mighty ducks tour though i think we talked about it at the end of d1 because in d1 yeah. they filmed they filmed that fully in minneapolis um so you had all the local landmarks like the diner and everything and then um in at the beginning of, of D2, when they're doing before they go to the Junior Goodwill games, they film all that in Minneapolis too. And I once we get to that those scenes, I got a whole new yeah. list of of landmarks that you can you can base your trips around again, Heath. Yeah, we'll have to put this together for the listeners on the website. Okay, yeah, I can. I, I, have, a, I, mean? I have a screenshot uh, because uh, the fine. I I didn't compile this whole list. The fine folks at Minneapolis.gov. 
compiled this list for me and they also have oh. a list of there's a they have a list of d1 locations as well as d3 locations so listen if you're very uh, very smart <laughs> tourism bureau for the state of minnesota oh yeah oh yeah they 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 are capitalizing on uh on nostalgia for sure because i mean there's just th- think of all the tourist money you're getting from this you know oh absolutely like i this was absolutely one of those movies that you just as a kid watch a thousand i feel like every parent if you ask them be like hey what were the movies that your kid was obsessed with there's like a handful that they could just jump out and say right off the top of their head and this is definitely uh the top for mine not to yeah, put you well, on the I, spot I, but I, do you have any what are, what are some of yours yeah, yeah, yeah so i was gonna say especially during the I, I'm, I'm sure uh all like kids even nowadays they have they all have their rotation of of shows and tv shows yeah but maybe not of, as much because of like the streaming because services. of streaming like, yeah yeah yeah. whereas yeah. like in the night growing up in the 90s like you had you could only watch what you owned and so or yeah. what happened to be on on tv uh and so you, yeah your your rotation was tighter and more uh um I guess you, you were more passionate about your 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 cycle or your rotation because that was it. That was all you had, yes. man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so the D D two uh was for sure in the rotation. Had the VHS copy. Lion King was in there. Oh, that's a good one. Um, that's a good one. I'm trying to think what else was in there. Um, those are the only two I can remember off the top of my head. Is 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 Mighty Ducks D two specifically? And then um, the Lion King, Be- Beauty and the Beast was in there too. Um, what about you? What was your rotation? Oh man! So D two, the Mighty Ducks for sure. That was that's an easy hands down. Number two is also a sequel, Sister Act two. I <laughs> okay. I fucking loved Sister Act two. I thought that was just the the best movie ever. I also have an affinity for musicals. Um, but number three, this is all, this is Robin Williams best movie. And I, I very arguable. Are you going to say, Oh, absolutely. I'm going to say hook. I had a whole pirate thing as a kid for a very long time because of that movie. Hook was great. Hook. My my dad loved hook. So uh, yeah, that that was part of like the family rotation for sure. Cause my dad loved that movie. Yeah, that okay, so that movie and have you ever heard of the movie called Shipwrecked? It's like that's a not, it's like a, it's like a it's a B-side live action Disney movie and that's probably on the 5th like that and Hook. I wanted to be a pirate like every year throughout <laughs> elementary school because of those two movies. Like it was I went through a whole pirate phase and then the last one is James and the Giant Peach. I fucking Ooh. loved James, and the, James and the Giant Peach, man. Nice. the The other part of the the other thing that was heavy in my rotation, it, it wasn't one specific yeah. movie. It was just the lot of Disney Channel original movies. Whenever those things, I, re- oh, I yeah. would remember, okay. like because they would they would have premiere. They, they used to do it like once a month, right? They'd have a new fucking movie. Yeah. Um, yeah. Or like once every two months or something like that, and I remember and they really like, hyped them up too. Yes, right? I remember like, like big like, time, like like setting aside Saturday and Friday nights to like watch the new Disney Channel original movie. Yeah, they do like pr- like a like a premiere type of thing too, mm-hmm. right? And like make it a whole big deal. The yeah. hands down the best Disney Channel original, and this is once again arguable, but you just it's- Brink, 
Team Pup and Suds, Soul Brink Skaters. Is, Brink is easy. top three. It's 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 not number one for me though. I, I know we've talk, talked I, about this. Yours yeah, is my, my dates my day, with the president's daughter. Yes, hands down. Will Friedle, dude. With Crushes. Eric. Yeah. Well, his name is Will Friedle. Put some respect. On oh, it is. Fine. Yeah. yeah, he's not just Eric. He also does the voice for Batman in the cartoons. Oh, okay. So, yeah, he's a, he was the voice of Ron Stoppable in Kim Possible. You know. Oh, nice. Okay, I like that. All right, so it's it's just Real this is... is not just Eric Matthews. Okay, he's got a, a laundry list of talents and credits. Sorry, I didn't mean to uh, besmirch thing, Eric Matthews. I love a good thing, Feeny. Call. The only the only the only credit missing from his his vast resume is the Mighty Ducks. We, we should have got him in one of these movies. Yeah, it's a missed opportunity. Speaking of these yeah. movies, should we uh, should we start digging into this bad boy? So for all of our listeners here, uh, we're going to break down D2, similar to how we broke down D1, which we're going to break it into segments. It's going to get a little different, though, because D1's episodes ran a lot longer than we would have liked, and we did about 20-minute segments for that. So for D2, we're going to break it into 10-minute segments. Um, So that's going to make the number of episodes longer, but the duration of each episode shorter, which should be ideal. Um, and so for today's uh, part one, we're talking minute from the beginning of the movie, minute zero through about nine, the nine minute mark. I think it's officially like the the scene we're going to cut off with is when Jan gives Gordon the duck call to go round up all the ducks, which I think is about nine minutes and 30 seconds in. So right about there. We'll call it nine just to be nice and precise. So that's where we're starting off with. Shall we dig in? Shall we go? Let's 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 start off with the with these opening credits here, which I mean, the the music, Heath, the fucking music. It hits again. Hold on, that I literally very first thing is like, man, they hit us with the exact same font as D one. Yep, same font. The same music, like, like sound effects for it sliding in. The music yes. is the same. It, it's, it's the, the video same. in and out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's very, the, very the, reminiscent. I love the intro. I, I, I absolutely love fantastic. the intro to this. We get, we get some, some, some Bombay solo skate, young Bombay yeah. solo skate at the beginning. We get and some we've more... talked about this. That's it's just re solidifying that that Bombay solo skate. That's where that ma- Minnesota magical. miracle magic. That's yeah. where it starts to. It's like it's like butter getting churned up. That boy right there. You know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> he's that's, churning that's, up that minnesota ma- yeah, yeah. Ma- miracle that's when you know you're in trouble with is the bombay solo skate uh um, and there's an even better one later on in d2 that that will get to you uh yeah absolutely on the, on the beach a beach fucking solo skate and they so also sick. his uh we also get a little bit of foreshadowing from papa bombay where mm-hmm. he says remember this pond no don't matter how home. far you go, don't forget your home. Yep. Cloud, Just uh, Cloud. foreshadowing that Papa, Phoenix Papa Bombay. Fall and Rise. Yeah. Papa Bombay. Exactly. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Just yes. and then oh, he's, he's he's wearing the Hawks jersey, number number yeah. nine, the Gordy jersey. Looking yeah. just fresh as ever. Yeah. Just what a what a goal. What a guy. Gordon Bombay. Remember that? <laughs> I forgot that goal. Yeah. What a goal. What a guy. Yeah. We're uh, to the, to the listeners out there. I watched D one right after I did this. So it's very fresh. So we'll get a lot of D one references throughout this as well. 
Well, naturally, with a sequel, you know, there's a lot of D1 yeah. callbacks. Um, speaking uh, of which, we should, we should right out the get-go for people, just so everybody's aware of, there are tons of returning characters from D1, but there's also yep. a lot of people that did not join D2. Oh, right we up. should probably do that, like a post-mortem, like, you know, like a, like have a moment of silence for the fallen. Well, I was just going to list their names. I don't, I don't think we really need a moment of silence. Well, okay. Well, list their names and then maybe play taps. Okay, yeah, we can do the... We can do the, the... <laughs> I was thinking this week we, we can, we can uh, stick taps. We can do ho- hockey stick taps for them. Yeah, know? okay. Okay, there we go. There we okay. go. Okay. So um, go ahead. Uh, list our fallen. But so we're missing uh, Carp, Aaron Schwartz. He's he's not in D two. All right. We're missing uh, little the little Hall brother Terry Hall, Jesse Smolia. Yep. Um, yep. We're missing uh, Tammy and Tommy, the the figure skaters. We're missing uh, Peter. Right. We're missing Peter. Yep. Yep. Uh, and Pete good and riddance, Pete. honestly. No, no, Pete not Pete and Pete. Pete and Pete is Tommy. I'm talking about Oh, Peter. Peter. That's right. Tommy. Peter. Yeah. Yeah. Peter. You got uh, Peter out of there. Him and his bad yeah. attitude. Yeah. His None bad of that attitude. in the junior good, Goodwill good games. Riddance. Oh, my God. Could you imagine? Team Iceland yeah. would eat that shit up, dude. Yeah. They'd, they'd just eat him for breakfast. Exactly. Um, Who else are we missing? I think that's the bulk of it, right? Yeah. I think that's it. You know what we should do? You know what we could do instead of uh, playing taps? We could, like, play the Hunger Games little anthem. And then have the have the players flash up like in the Hunger Games. I mean, this is a it's an audio presentation. Do you know what a podcast is, Heath? I don't think we can have stuff pop up on video. Well, one day, little little brain <laughs> chips. All right. So, anyways, um, that, you know, that, moment that, of that, silence. The, vi- the video effects we're working on are going to play great for the podcast listeners. <laughs> yeah, it's, it, it, people people don't even know how smart I am, Brandon. I can I can make shit happen. <laughs> um, all right, so. After this moment of silence that was never silent for our fallen, um, we jump over to Oh and the, oh so I'm sorry, the biggest the biggest one I'm gonna I'm gonna skip ahead here. The biggest miss we we are the biggest person we're missing is Hans. Hans is oh, not Hans in is gone. Charlie's we mom do have Charlie's mom is gone, but she she's mentioned along with Hans. Hans and Charlie's mom don't appear, but they are mentioned. Jesse and but, Terry's dad is also not Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. He's MC Gainey. MC Gainey. We'll talk about the missed opportunity. That was his cameo. We, we don't get any, we don't have any coach. Riley's gone. Uh, we don't, we don't get anything from him. Ducksworth again, mentioned, but not shown. Yeah. And then, uh, Banks's dad mentioned, not shown. There's no, there's no, there's no, there's, there's no parents. They don't show any parents. Um, yeah, which is, I mean, that's a bit of, that's a bit alarming. Where, where are these people's, uh, these kids chaperones? Well, they, cause they had Bombay and the teacher as the chaperones. You trust Bombay and, uh, and, and the, the tutor. She's just it's as like irresponsible. A, it's like going to camp. Like there's like and a then they handful got Tibbles, of people in charge and Tibble, you think Tibbles about it the, and it's probably questionable. Tibbles is a terrible influence on everybody. Yeah, well, we'll get to that in a next episode. But for now, Brandon, we have some minor league hockey with the mini haha waves. Yes. Yeah, so so D. Is, oh God, I love that name. So D one. Mini haha. 
D1 left off with Bombay getting a uh, professional hockey tryout from our good friend Basil McRae. Yeah, so shout he, out Basil. His, yeah, so he hops on the bus and he goes to the tryouts, uh, and yeah. that's how that ends. And so after we get the little young Bombay um, flashback at the beginning, it cuts to the minor league hockey game while the credits are still going. So he yep. made he made a profession he made the the team. He's on uh, the minor league. Uh, hockey team the mini haha waves which yep. the and they give says, a quick recap i have it for him for oh, so yeah the, the, the fucking radio announcer gives a recap and he uh he got upgraded from peewee hockey to the mini haha waves shout it out is, to the radio guy it's the same guy that did the radio calls from d1 it's the same guy yeah um i, I like to think that he got promoted that's what i was thinking during the movie i was like you know he, what i like to think he, that that guy got promoted he either got promoted because it's and he does the junior goodwill ones, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I either he got promoted or the way the way I was thinking about it is he's like the go to hockey guy in Minneapolis. Like we're listening okay. to the Minneapolis radio, and okay. this dude just calls like every hockey game in Minneapolis. Okay. The Minneapolis I mean, radio station, you know, and he, he's if hockey's going on, he's fucking calling it, dude. You know, yeah. And he's he's, he's definitely going to have like a sports caster name, like a throwback uh, sports caster name. Like, uh, I'm trying to think. Like, his first name's Chet for sure. No, oh, I was just going to say that. Like Chet Greenfield. <laughs> I was, I was Greenfield. I I don't know about Greenfield. I was thinking since there he's in Minneapolis. Maybe I was too Irish. More, yeah, I was thinking more Scandinavian last name. So like Chet Hansen or Chet. Okay. Um, so something oh, that ends in, something that ends in sun, you know. Chet Chet Hansen with an E N. Yes, and or an O N. E N, but du- double N in the middle. You know what I'm saying? Oh. H A N N S E N. Chet Hansen. There you go. Okay, so Chet fucking killing <laughs> it. Got the promotion. Um, we have the the breakdown the the that the radio guy gives. In the lead, 4-1, and what a story. This went for, uh, this is from Gordon Bombay, went from a legal career to coach the Minneapolis Mighty Ducks to the State Peewee Championship last year. Uh, this year at age 29, he's one short step away from the NHL. Yes, so the the Minnehaha Waves are, uh, to put it in baseball terms, they're a AAA minor league team, so... Yep. So they're in the one, one step, one step below. He's so close, so close to the NHL, Heath, to realizing his childhood dream. So close. Yeah, it's. Um, but the, 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 I, I do, still have beef though with them acting like he fucking coached Pee Wee hockey a hundred years. It's been one year, and like everyone's acting like he's like, oh yeah, the Minnesota Miracle Man. He's been coaching Pee Wee hockey. He did it once as part of his um court service. order. <laughs> It's community service. Like, quit acting like he's this fucking coach, man. But he's he's one for one on championships. He's that's a hundred percent success rate. Uh, all right, fine. That's I. I'll move on from it. But it did kind of bother me a little bit. A hundred percent success rate. Heath. Just think about that. Uh, and we also see Bombay showing his stuff. Intercepts the puck at center ice, hits that breakaway mm-hmm. across the blue line, um, and it's still going back and forth between him as an adult, as a child. He deeks yes. once, he deeks twice, he shoots, he scores. The fucking triple deke, baby. 
Unassisted puts the team up 5-1, baby. 5-1, yep. For the, the mini ha-ha waves. Who are playing? Did you catch the, the team that they're playing, Heath? Oh, no, I didn't. Who are they playing? They're, they're playing the Madison Wings, which, I mean, b- both oh, okay. min- the mini ha-ha waves and the Madison Wings, completely fictional teams. They didn't. They, they never existed. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I just thought it was interesting. They were playing the Madison wa- or the Madison Wings against the mini ha-ha waves. Do you know... Uh, if you had to take a guess, uh, do you know do you know where Minnehaha is? Oh, geez. I mean, I would say northeast Minneapolis. You're you're right. It is a neighborhood of Minneapolis. Um, okay. I got I, very I, specific. I, 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 <laughs> I figured you were going to say like Hawaii or something. You know, I. I but, well, but yeah, he, mini Minnesota Minnehaha. It's very obvious, Brandon. <laughs> They had a know, huge mini- M. <laughs> well, yeah, but that could, I mean, so? That's, I'm, I'm, that's, I'm, not, I'm just, I'm not a many, complete idiot. I'm going to be like, oh, Michigan, you know? I bet that's. I said, do you know how many places, to... you, know, you know how many places start with M, Heath? That's, listen, it looked, Mal- it, it looked been, It could have exactly been in Mali. Like was, uh, They're called the waves, just, for Christ's sake, Heath. Uh, Listen, don't attack me for your shit question, Brandon. Yeah, it's the waves because they're the land of 10,000 lakes. Do you know anything about Minnesota? Oh, my God. This is why we don't have nice things on this podcast. I'm just saying there's not. I mean, there's not. <laughs> when, you, when you say waves, you think more ocean than, than lakes. Not if you grew up in the Midwest. Especially, especially in Minnesota where they're all frozen all year round. Uh, for like three months in the summer, they're full of mosquitoes. Yeah, that's that's what they should have been. They should have been the mini haha mosquitoes. Oh, but, that actually but, would have been pretty fucking killer name. <laughs> and they, you got they the alliteration do, too. The waves, the waves is a pretty sweet name, and the jerseys are yeah, pretty sweet. Right. It's like light blue yeah. with with maroon and yeah. gold trim. And then yeah. uh, they're playing the Madison Wings, who are purple, black, and yellow. Yeah. But the the thing I have. And the thing, the thing that fucking threw me off for a loop is Minnehaha is a it's it's a neighborhood inside of Minneapolis, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. He takes a fucking greyhound home to Minneapolis. He takes a greyhound from one neighborhood of Minneapolis to another. Yeah, maybe the greyhound has some local routes. Brandon, you don't know shit about the Minneapolis city bus systems in the nineties. Why didn't he just fucking drive? Maybe he sold his car. He's living off of, uh, I bet AHL players in the 90s were not making a lot of money. Probably not, but he should have been saving his lawyer money. You know? Instead of blowing it on booze, Heath. Well, I, I was just going to say, do you honestly think <laughs> that lawyer Bombay saved any of that money? Spend it all on that dope Miata he was driving. A dope Miata and then fucking six packs, baby. Yeah, well, he probably had to pay a lot of money for that DUI. Too. That's true. Yeah, yeah. Do you guys? I, 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 I don't have any uh, statistics about uh, DUIs in Minneapolis in the nineties, but they've nowadays, never been cheap. Now, yeah, nowadays it's like fucking thirty, thirty k easy, if not more. Yeah, for for yeah, DUI. they've never been cheap, and they continue yeah. to be expensive. But the all of this goodness, Brandon, that we just saw from him scoring and going up five one. Guess what? It's about to come crashing down on him because we see Bombay doing some fancy skating and some. So I want to say, so before we get too far ahead, I do want to point out. It's not that far ahead. I do want to point out when he steals the puck, 
does the triple yeah. deke, scores to go up five to one. Yeah. He does a little he he does some showboating. He he oh. he's a bit he's a bit of an asshole. He gives the dude a he gives the dude a sly look. He's cheering, he's hopping around. He is not a he's not a you know, he he didn't act like he'd been there before. I'll put it that way. Oh, it's um, uh he was a he was a poor winner. Exactly. You got to um, win little, with grace little, just like you lose showboating. with grace. Yeah, just yeah. like like Ducksworth mentioned, you know. What, what does he say in the first one? He says, "Win, don't What's the line? Don't spike. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Yeah. 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 That's what it is. Um. But yeah. Yeah. So, so same thing. Here. He's like, he says, "Score, don't, don't spike. spike." Yes. But so yeah. And so it Bombay bites him in the still, butt again. Bombay still has not learned that lesson. Um. Because yeah, he does that. He, he and then the next face off, I think he gives the the guy he just scored on. Um. He gives him like a little. I don't think he winks at him, but he gives him like a like a smirk. Like a little smile, a little cheesy you know, grin, like, yeah, 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 and so that's what pisses the dude off. And he goes in for the hit, misses, and so he gets and that doubly just infuriates mad, infuriates him. Yeah, infuriates. And then I've never seen somebody get so mad. And <laughs> top notch acting, <laughs> just just that look of anger. You could tell, man. Like, oh, he I'm slams mess his stick up. against the against the glass. Yeah, <laughs> after and he then, misses it. And then Bombay which, which, gets hung up right on the board. Right behind boards. that glass, you can see there's a mom and her, her like toddler, and he fucking smashes the glass right right in front of him. But he's not that. looking at the Loved glass; it. he's looking at Bombay. He's just just staring yeah, daggers. Well, imagine, he I wants imagine, him. I imagine he knew the the toddler was there. That was just you know, I. <laughs> it's, it's a fuck yeah. your baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fucking mini haha baby. <laughs> yeah, fuck you and your baby lady. <laughs> um, so I. So this hit that he lays on Bombay, we got to talk about this because it you, looked like you, a clean you, hit, and it, it did not look that hard. Like he hit gonna, it hard. I was going to ask you, do you think it? Do you think it was a dirty hit? No, he was he was hung up on the boards. Like, don't they? It doesn't that hit happen all the time? That well, you that yeah. happened to Charlie in the first movie, and he got his like face pressed up against the, yeah. <laughs> against the boards like he ate the boards so ge- generally hits like that don't hits like that don't really happen too often because you don't they don't really get caught in the boards like that usually if you're like caught in the boards you're it's because the puck is also there and so you're like so when another player comes in he's not necessarily gonna run you over he's gonna try to grab the puck from underneath you and then go you know yeah yeah so but that guy the, wasn't the, the dude looking the, for the puck it was five one he was looking he was, for he was blood. he went he went beeline for bombay so in that aspect i would say it kind of was a dirty hit i wouldn't say it's a dirty hit i would say it's an unnecessary hit that ended up injuring somebody you know it's like uh it's like baseball etiquette right like it's it's yeah, like it's, it's an unwritten rule when the dude's like trapped like that yeah. you don't run him over you you know but it wasn't like he didn't like you know he hit him body to body he didn't like he didn't go for the head he didn't trip him or go after the knee i don't know how his yeah. knee got hurt that's i asked that too like i'm not sure how that hit to his upper torso blew out his knee unless, unless he like twisted his, around I was just going to say like his skate got caught in the ice. And so it just like tweaked it. And, you know, he's 29 years old and is just getting back in the game. His knees probably aren't like ship shaped yet. Yeah, for sure. 
Yeah, that, that's so, the only thing I can think of is like his he got hit and his so his body went one way and his knee stayed there. You know? Yeah, like uh, like in that thirty for thirty about the Thrashers when that one dude broke his leg from getting his uh, skate caught in the ice. Remember that? Oh, the the Thrashers, but yeah, yeah, I remember. What did I? Oh, what did I say? The Thrashers? Yeah, yeah, you said the Thrashers. Who were the? Was that Atlanta? The Thrashers, yeah. it, and then they Atlanta moved Thrashers. up to um uh, Winnipeg. They Winnipeg, they the Jets, the 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 new Jets, because the old yep. Jets moved before. Yeah. That's where I that's where I lost track of the Oilers who are getting blown out by the Avs in the in the playoffs. Now you just you nice. just dated this podcast. Now everybody's gonna know we we uh, we recorded this one one day back when. <laughs> Whatever. Anyway, so Bombay. Now, now, now he, I got to go in and cut it out. You know he's you know. whatever. A quick message from our friends at Broken Forest Collective. Built on a passion for small batch and handcrafted products, Broken Forest provides high-quality casual wear and lifestyle goods that are American-made and built to outlast the fast fashion trends. They also plant a tree in Boulder, Colorado for every product sold. Visit brokenforestco.com and use the code CAKEEATERS15 for 15% off your order. Bombay blows out his knee. Yes, blows his his chance at the NHL. So so he blows out his knee, and he's walking with a cane now. That's Uh, my favorite. So we're we're cutting to about. Did they mention anything about surgery? I can't remember. They didn't say anything about surgery, rehab, none of that stuff. We just simply cut to the bus stop that we um, that we gave him his farewell on at the end of D one. We just kind of yeah. He takes the greyhound from one neighborhood to the other. It's fucking yeah. Brandon, it's it's gonna bother me. It's gonna bother me. So number one, it's probably product placement with Greyhound, and number two, it just makes more sense to the general viewer to be able to identify the bus. So it is it is product placement by Greyhound. I'm glad you mentioned that because I want to talk before we move past the game. I want to talk about the ad boards that were at the Minnehaha Arena (laughs) because there was an ad for Greyhound buses. So okay, got to be there's a partnership there. Partnership there. There's also uh, an ad for Wigwam Beauty Salon. There was a sick- nice. When I think of Wigwam, I think of the uh, the '80s hair band or '70s yeah. '80s, okay. yeah, yeah. right? Like yeah. Wigwam. Yep. They did the intro for Peacemaker. Anyways, keep going. Okay, yeah. Um, but then you also had a just a sweet, like old school, early '90s Gatorade ad placement. Nice. Um, well, Michael Jordan. You no, know, no, it just it just had the logo. It didn't have anything else, but it was like the oh, it was okay. like the I was old, say ninety four. Like this is the height. Yeah, but it was like early, it was the that early nineties logo, not the nice. not not any of the new ones. And then the best ad board, the one that got me actually looking at the ad boards, because they showed it after he scores, like right behind him when he's celebrating. There's an yeah. ad for Zubaz pants. Uh, do, do you remember? Yeah. Do you remember those, Heath? Oh my god, of course. I wanted a pair so bad as a kid. I thought they were, they were so the cool and I was fucking things. Oh, so cool. And I was a big Packers fan, so they would have been like really green and really yellow and my parents were just like, you're never going to wear these stupid ass pants. We're not buying. <laughs> and they were kind of expensive too, I think. Oh, they were they were real pricey. 
they're, and yeah. they're, they're, they're even more so now because it's all dead stock. Like if you go to yeah. eBay, I guarantee you it's like, you know, like 300 bucks for a, a pair of Zubaz pants or something like crazy like that. For, oh, absolutely. for any of our, our young listeners or our non-hip listeners that never knew what Zubaz was, it, they were these like gigantic like pajama pants. That was like yep. the material they were made of. They were real soft. Um, yeah. But it was like all like it was like a huge like tiger stripe print. And then yeah. they just had them in all different colors. And they were mainly used uh, or the, the way that I came across them and know them for is uh, sports teams would have their own like little it would have the logo like on the hip and then the color it would be color coordinated to each uh like the nfl the nfl had one you could get him for, the like, nfl MLB. is i especially remember because i'm pretty sure that yeah. i have like Do you remember Brian some Bosworth? nfl cards Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. they were wearing that. NFL players wore them all the time. Do you remember Brian Bosworth? Yeah. He he was like their spokesman. Yeah. He was the yeah. uh, the one who wore them all the time. Yeah, not the best spokesman. He he died out what? pretty quickly, just like the Zubas pants. Died out, the pretty quickly. He, dude. The boss is still alive and well. He's doing Dr Pepper commercials, bro. No, I'm saying like he was a legendary college player, but his time in the NFL. Yeah, his time in the NFL. He did, yeah, he did not. He didn't do too well in the NFL, but he's still. He did, popular and um a pop culture as figure. like and one of the first star. major watch... draft bus like one of the he first major a, draft nah, bus ever in in modern in modern terms the kids would say he's bussing well that's because that's because kids are stupid and they don't understand what the word <laughs> bust means and that at first his he just didn't live up to that that those that high draft that's not his status. fault. That's the scouts. That's the scouts. You need to blame your scouts for being idiots. Yeah. Well, what can you do? All right. But did you ever watch? I, he's, he's also a movie star. Did you know that he he's, he's got a few movies? What movies? Uh, I can't remember them off the top of my head. Um, but just it's like really stupid, like cheesy, like action movies that like you know they couldn't get uh, Sylvester Stallone to star in, so they you know they were like, okay, Brian, come on in. <laughs> okay, Boz. Let's uh, let's have you. But he does. With this the, they're they're uh, yeah. They're not the greatest movies, but he does. He you know the Dr Pepper commercials I'm talking about, right? The like Fansville. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He plays the very sheriff. well done new. Yeah, yeah. He plays the sheriff in all in all those, and he fucking crushes it, dude. Yeah, I'm not I, arguing that. I, I love Brian Bosworth. He's, he's uh. I'm just educating him. the fans that he did not live up to his draft status. It's a fact. No, 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 no. You and can't he had argue some, with he had, he had some he had some off field uh, um, mishaps as well. But the dude could rock Zubaz pants like no other. And he had a, a sick ass fucking mullet. Listen, I'm not going to argue with that fact that like his mullet plus the Zubaz pants, like those were those were his, that was a righteous look, Brandon. And especially his, at that yeah, point dude, in time, his flow was unreal. Speak. Speaking of which, you know whose flow is unreal is Bombay's in this movie. Oh, I, yeah. So when he gets off the bus, even amazing, in that dude. pouring rain, oh my god, dude! The, the, the scene when he gets hurt and he's like laying on the ground, they take his helmet off and his hair is yeah. like damp from sweat. Oh, he looks like a million bucks, dude. Even yeah. though he's crying he's, in pain, he looks like a million dollars. Yeah, young Bombay. Uh, but yeah, when 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 he I love that when the bus pulls up, it's pouring rain. You know, they're setting the tone that Bombay's dreams have been shattered. He's in. Yeah. He, I, oh, I also did you see? Did you love his old shabby North Stars hat? 
Yeah, the thing was dirty as hell, dude. And yeah, it was uh, like, like everyone's dad has like an old hat like that that they wear endlessly, you know. And like, I just thought I it was like a great. I got yeah. a, I have an old Denver Nuggets hat that's that's all dirty and beat up and shit. I've got an old Astros one, like the old like pinstripe Astros with like the black. Okay, yeah, yeah. like the the the. Um early 2000s to mid mid 2010s yeah yeah i went i used to go to games all the time when they would lose 100 games a season because the tickets were so cheap and then mm-hmm. you know you get some cheap gear while you're there <laughs> so there you go back when the astros were terrible uh but anyways love that oh, um and then and then we get uh we see a nice nice station wagon i love that like so i gotta I got a question because the nice station wagon pulls up, right? Yeah. And guess with guess our boy Jan. I said, guess who's in the the driver's seat? Not Hans, but the lovable Jan. The lovable Jan. Um, yeah. But so my, I have a question for you because the way he gets off the bus and he starts walking, was he expecting Jan pain. to pick him up? I think so because when um, Cause when he gets walk- in, he starts like walking like he's just gonna start walking home. And then Jan pulls up and he like turns around and, and he's like, I don't know. I just, I, it felt like he wasn't expecting anybody to pick him up and Jan just like drove by. Yeah. Well, I said Jan has magical properties, but um, when, when, when Bombay pops in, he says Han couldn't make it. Yeah. So like, Han, I think he was he said, expecting says, Hans to come pick him up. Hans yeah. couldn't make it. Yeah, he said Bombay then, asked where Hans was, and then Jan gives us the the. This is the only time that Hans has ever mentioned. And he says, "Ah, don't get me started on that strudel head." <laughs> <laughs> Amazing! I'm gonna start using that. He went back to the old country for the summer, left me to run the shop all by myself. Wanted to visit our mama. She loved him more, you know. Yeah. So that uh, made me think that Hans was like the baby baby brother. And so he went to go visit Mama in the old country. And we get Hans this snarky and way better amazing. Than no, he is uh Brandon, we're gonna fight about this all movie because I love Jan. I think he is very quick witted and hilarious, and he also kind of reminds me of like you know who else if is Santa Claus was like hiding huh. in plain sight. Hans is even more hilarious and quick-witted. You think Jan would ever do the? You think Jan would ever do the ketchup trick? No, because he's too stupid to think of it. He's not too stupid to think of it. He just wouldn't do that to children. That's true. He it's, it's, it's mentioned quite a few times throughout this movie how terrible he treats Charlie. He doesn't pay him. He works him to the bone. That's unbelievable. That's he's that's it's called character building, Brandon. It's called slave labor, is what it's called. It's it's called character building that with we his, all with did his, with his German rabbit eggs that he makes. Uh, he's probably very familiar with slave labor. Okay, don't you dare besmirch Jan's uh, eggs and hossum uh, pfeffer and eggs. That's <laughs> we'll get into that in a second. Okay, but I'm not going to sit here and let you besmirch Jan like that. I'm going to stick up for him, Brandon. <laughs> okay. But no, so the, 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 it, so they, this is the only mention they have of Hans. He's never mentioned throughout the rest of the movie. And then, yeah. uh, and Jan was never mentioned in D1 
uh, which no. makes sense because they were never planning on having him. But then, spoiler alert for D3, Hans comes back, and they never mention Jan. It's 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 real confusing, you know. Yeah, and the when, whole when Jan, I, when I was a, Hans when I was and a Jan kid, continuity didn't when make I was sense. A, yeah, when I was a kid and I first saw these movies, for the longest time, I thought it was the same person because I like didn't pay attention to the 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 line where they talk about Hans. You know, I was too busy, you know, doing whatever. Um, hmm. And as a little kid, I, I always all, picked up all letters. all old people look the same, so I just thought it was the same guy. Well, that just shows how stupid young Brandon was to not pick up on it. But well, young Brandon, I'm was just, I'm just kidding. with with other things, you know. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm he was, just he was out there Wait. buying Zubaz pants, you know. <laughs> looking, looking fly as hell. That's yeah. what you were worried about. <laughs> um wait did you like that as we roll um cut into the next scene we have our boy bombay crashing on the cot in the skate shop like how far has he fallen that he no longer has a place to like stay or live well so to so to to your point earlier when i was talking about why he didn't just drive i'm assuming because he just sold everything uh, well, because the life of a minor league hockey player is not the most stable. Yeah. That's so I'm, assu- I'm assuming when he made it the team, because um, he, he probably did not know that he was going to um, end up in the, you know, on the mini haha. He could have ended up at Madison or whatever. Yeah. You know, so I would imagine he, he probably, he's, he, he got rid of whatever place he was living in, his house or a, a condo or an apartment or whatever. He got rid of that, got rid of the car, and just fully committed to like the, you know, the the nomad minor league hockey player lifestyle. And so then when he gets yeah. cut, he's like, "Hey, Jan, Hans, yeah, I need some place to crash. That way I can find a, a new job and, you know, get my feet on, feet, get my feet underneath me again." That's what I was trying to say. Yeah, yeah. Do you, and um, I also love gotta, that. Gotta take Char- the greyhound from one neighborhood to the other. You know, it's rough business. Yeah, there. how he's. He's definitely fallen, but how much do you think Charlie relished in the fact that he was able to wake up his old coach uh, by Mm -hmm. uh, sharpening up a skate? Yeah, waking him up early, like like in D1, you know? Yep. Sorry, did I wake you? Yeah, my bad. I'm only sharpening the skate right next to your face. Yeah, he's gotten really he, like Josh Jackson got big from between movies one and two. They all did. So the, oh, that that really reminds me because um, we were talking about the 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 characters that did not come back for D two. Yeah. Uh, um, Charlie Conway was almost recast for D two. Really, the, that would have yeah. been a disaster. D D two had a couple like they had a a rotating not a rotating they had a few directors like they had I forget who the the first director was I think the, I think they might have they either had, they had like two or three directors um before like they they locked in on the the final one um which I'm blanking mm-hmm. on that guy's name but they had so they had a couple directors um in like pre production and one of the directors wanted to recast. Charlie Conway. They didn't like Josh Jackson, so they were trying to recast him. Josh yeah, Jackson talks about idiots. this in, in in an interview about how he almost didn't make the cut for D two. Um, wow. Yeah, which would have, uh, and he talks about it in the article. 
he's like it would have been one thing for them to like leave charlie like the character behind but they were thinking about like recasting and that would have just been weird oh if you're, if you're, if you're not gonna... would have been a disaster if they oh, would have totally, recast yeah. Yeah, it would have even even take if they away even if they would have cut fine. Charlie and Charlie w- without Joshua Jackson, these movies don't work. Yeah, he was he was like the the mainstay of these movies. Yeah, he he him him and Emilio's like chemistry and and the the charm between the two of them is what makes these movies. Otherwise, because yeah, it just... was nice to to see Charlie and the old coach reunited. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, when. Even the, you know, in, and then this is, this is my favorite part after that beautiful reunion with Charlie and Bombay, my boy Jans comes on in with some delicious look out, got some Jans Hoffen, Hassenpfeffer and eggs. Delicious. Brandon, do you know what Hassenpfeffer is? So if I remember correctly, because I took five years of German. Good lord. Yeah, Five hey, you can you better be able to still speak German. Oh god no, I can't. Not not wow. wouldn't, You're a wouldn't even be able to <laughs> I could like if I if I read it, I would be able to figure it out. Um and if somebody spoke it to me very, very slowly, I would understand what they're trying to say. But I would never be able to like if I went and tried to speak it to somebody else, they'd be like, Who is this guy okay? What's what is he is he uh He's not all there, is he? You know, um, I I only know the German from the song Das Fliegerlied. I know every word to it, but that's it. That's all the German I know. It's just okay. one banger that is just it will live rent free in your head for the rest of your life. The first time you listen to it, it's just it's awesome. <laughs> it's one of my favorite songs. OK, but, but yeah, uh, check it out. Das Fliegerlied. But anyways, okay. back to the Hassenpfeffer. Do you know what that but is? So, but so I'm going to take a guess here because I, like I said, I took five years of German, eighth grade through uh, high school. Okay. Uh, and I'm assuming it's because fe- I forget what pfeffer is, but pfeffer is like some kind of like meat product, you know, something like that. And Haas is rabbit in German. So I'm going okay. I'm, I'm to assume it's like a rabbit it's rabbit and eggs. It's uh Hassenpfeffer is a rabbit stew. It's oh, a stew. Okay. It's a traditional Dutch oh, so- and German stew made from marinated rabbit or hare cut into stewing meat sized pieces and braised with onions and a marinade made from wine and vinegar. Okay. I don't know how that goes with pairs stew. with okay. eggs. I um and, and they made it, it look like sausage. Like they made maybe it because like, it's I, Jan's Hassenpfeffer, he changed it to sausage. Yeah, yeah, it's probably like rabbit, rabbit sausage. Okay. Um, Wait, did you hear the snarky comment that Bombay made when he brought it out? He's like, "Oh, I thought I smelled something burning." <laughs> yeah, he has a couple fucking digs at at Jan. He has that. Then, like uh, a couple seconds later, when he's talking to. Uh, Bombay about when Han is talking to Bombay about what he's gonna do. Yeah, (laughs) Bombay (laughs) looks Han Yan dead in the eye and goes, "I don't want to be a loser sharpening skates in a rinky dink town for the rest of my life." And I was like, "Dude, he's that's what Yan does. What are you? Why are you so fucking vicious to the dude right now? You called. Okay, we can dig into that. 
we can dig into that right now because the dude playing Jan did such a good job in the moment of being so offended that it took him a minute to get the next word out. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? You can see how offended he's like, don't knock. And like Bombay cuts him off before he can even get his thought out. He's like, I know, don't knock. I know it's a great skill, Jan. I just don't want to spend the rest of my life doing it. Uh, in this rinky dick town is what he says i don't want to spend the rest of my life minneapolis is not as someone from a rinky dink town minneapolis (laughs) is not a rinky dink town like no no, let me check bombay there real quick like come on yeah Yeah. but i mean Um, he's he's born and raised in minneapolis so i could see how he thinks it's like a rinky dink town you know he has he hasn't experienced like a true small town Big time lawyer guy. Um, yeah, 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 exactly. But, yeah, he's he he needs he wants he wants the big city lights like L.A. You know? Yeah. Well, Jan asks him, you know, do you have you talked to Ducksworth? And that's where Bombay's like, no, I'm well, not a lawyer, Jan. I'm a player. You can't go crawling back to Ducksworth after after what happened in D1 All that. either. You can't. Yeah. yeah. After he got fired, now you go crawling back. He got fired yeah. over some kids, some game. Yeah. Yeah, that's a direct save. quote. That's a that's a direct quote. So I just want to compliment <laughs> myself on that. Yeah. Although I think Ducksworth <laughs> would have taken him back because we we he's a great lawyer. When we, when we he's a great lawyer, but and when we come across the the Ducksworth firm in Game Changers, they have a real tight relationship with the Ducks team. So you know, I think yeah. Ducksworth has you know he's let bygones be got bygones, and he's he's he would be open to bringing Bombay back. I think, especially if yeah. Jan is bringing it up. I don't think Jan would have brought it up if it was like still I just real think, tension field, you know? I think Bombay has put the lawyer life behind him. That's, that's that, you know, he can't go back to lawyering. He's going he to fall off the wagon if he does for sure. Yep. I was just going to say that that's one of those things that like it's, it's, it led to his toxic behavior. He's just got to put it to bed, become a new man. Yep. But, um, but yeah, so Jan is like, well, Hey, since you need to heal and you're limping around on a cane, why don't you think about coaching? That was, you know, the best time of your life, even though he only did it for a year and it was required of him, but that's fine. But it was was the Um, the best year of his life though. Best year of his life. Um, I love that Jan kind of gives him, he's like, after all you were the Minnesota miracle man. I love how. (laughs) Because so we talked about this in in, in D one uh, how the the hockey shop has is just littered with like frames of um, like local Minnesota hockey stuff uh, and news stories and articles and they yeah they have like a whole wall that's just Gordon Bombay <laughs> yeah just an absolute legend I also do you like how um, Jan has his wear thick got has you know Hans told him to wear thick socks. Uh-huh. Jan told him where there's a where there's a way there must be a will Brandon mm-hmm. not as yeah. good as wear thick socks well, but and, and he says um, that so so he's he's talking to he's he's trying, he's to, trying convince, to tell him he's to trying coach. to convince Bob, Bombay to coach again and yep. Bombay has the the quick line where he goes I can't make a living being a peewee hockey coach and that's when Jan hits yep. him with where there's a way there's got to be a will and solid yep. advice yeah. Um, and as we come to find out right after that, Jan has been doing some behind the scenes legwork for Bombay. Yeah. 
Yeah, some nice networking with the uh, pitching them all over suppliers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all over town. And so, yeah, that and that's this is when we get. Does it, is this? Uh, this is why you right? need a yawn in your life, Brandon. Like he's not just sitting back, letting Bombay crumble as an alcoholic. He's going yes, he out was. there pitching Bombay to go. Be he was hundred percent. If, if you're gonna coach. lay that, if you're gonna lay that blame on Hans, you have to lay it on Yawn as well. Because as we found out in this movie, he's been there the whole fucking time too. <laughs> Uh, not as prevalent as Hans. So that's even worse. Still that's, blame he's Hans. just negligent now. I imagine Hans, Hans would have got him a way better job. Hans would have got him the, the head coaching job of like the, the actual team USA, not the junior Goodwill games B list version. But this is, this, hold on, been, this is where, Bombay is like, yeah, give them a call for me, Jan. Maybe I can sharpen their skates. And Jan starts getting yeah. real, real fussy about him knocking skate sharpening. That was just such a low blow, though, by Bombay. Like dude, exactly. Like I, I, I get where he's coming from, but like, know your audience here, bro. <laughs> you know your fucking audience. Yeah, yeah. He just poor, poor Jan is. Especially with the dude, the dude's fucking going out of his way to help you. Above yeah. and beyond, and then you just gotta throw that dagger to his heart like that and so talk shit about skate sharpening. So Bombay. unnecessary. Real it's selfish like, son it's, of it's a gun, the, that Bombay. It's the same thing with uh, like like what we talked about with his showboating. You know, score yeah. don't spike. He's out here fucking spiking on Yon. Like, yeah, reel it and in. All Yon is reel is it a, in. Re- yeah, maybe maybe that's where Yon just you know got sick of all of his shit and just had to give him some space. Let him become yeah. an alcoholic lawyer. <laughs> maybe, maybe that's why Hans went back to the the motherland. He was like, you know what? I've spent is, I've spent too much time with Bombay already. I need a break. B- Bombay <laughs> is Jan's problem this summer. Exactly. <laughs> He's like, I did my time. It's your time now. Your turn. <laughs> the, the Jan's and Hans just keep fucking passing him back and forth. It's like, oh, we got to deal with this fucking kid again. Yeah. I know that they talked about making a fourth movie. I would have loved it if they would have brought Jan back and then not mentioned anything about Hans. Well, Hans, because Hans dies in the third one. Yeah, but. So um, yeah, in the fourth one, you got to bring Jan back. That would have been great. And <laughs> just fucking cycling in and out. Yeah. All right. So post Jan, heart to heart, we have Bombay back in the saddle for all the shit talking he did for skate sharpening. He is right back at it, but he is a little rusty and he goes flying on that first skate, Brandon. Yeah. You got to You got to get a, a little uh, physical comedy in there, you know? Gotta, have you have you sharpened skates before? Never. No, no. Have you? Yeah, same. No. Okay. Um I was just it curious. looks like a it looks like a pretty intensive uh pretty intensive um skill though. You know, it's like you're, well, you're I, I love the um the the whoever does the um I want to say the outfits, but whoever does the wardrobe that at first when Bombay goes slipping, they had him doing like that welding stuff with no goggles on. If he catches one of those in the eye, that's oh, like yeah. the real deal, mm-hmm. you know? And so the second time around, he had those safety goggles on. So I'm glad someone uh, sharpened up and, and got that situated. But you know, when Bombay went rogue with that skate, that's a that dicey situation. Yeah. You gotta be careful with those machines, you know, safety like first, the- Brandon. 
Exactly. Hans made the joke of the like ketchup joke, but you could definitely lose a finger. Uh, yeah. Those things. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's uh, it's how you lose an arm and a leg. Just a skate so, the, so, then, so, so, so after he's, he's finally he's getting the hang of skate of sharpening the skates again, and then Jan, <laughs> this is another Jan, good one by Jan. <laughs> Jan comes over and he just like he rolls up a whole thing of skates, and then he just stares at Bombay until Bombay looks at him and he goes, "You don't have to do that right now. You got a customer. Go help him." You know, and then, well, then he says, "You don't have to do this. that right now." And Bombay is thinking that he's off the hook. He's like, "Oh, thanks, Jan." He's like, "Oh, you have because you have a customer asking for you by name." And he's like, "Ah, Jan, you, you bastard." Yeah. Well, and then, then, then you it. can do it. Yeah. Then he hits him with the, and then to come back and do it. And then you come. Yeah. Back. <laughs> <laughs> See, Jan is hilarious. That's great. That's great stuff. Hans would have been even more hilarious. Oh, okay. Whatever. So, anyways. We get Bombay coming out into the the shop and we see our boy Tibbles examining a hockey stick. Um, and we see the stick almost almost gets away from him and <laughs> takes out the 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 display of sticks. Um, but mm-hmm. so this is an interesting introduction too, because right away Tibbles just kicks things off by going, Oh wow! Yeah, you look great. Much better than your pictures. Yep. Mm-hmm. First thing the, he says to Bombay, he's, he's got he's got the new flow going. That's why you yeah. know it's that that flow is hypnotizing. He's, oh my god! And then and then he's like, oh yeah, Don Don Tibble, senior VP of Hendrix Hockey Apparel. How's the knee? I got a doc in LA. I want to have take a look at it. He's doing great things with baboon ligaments. I wrote that line down. That line is fucking fantastic. He's doing great things with baboon ligaments. Amazing. I love that. I don't. Amazing. I don't even want to know what he's doing. I don't even want to no. know. No. <laughs> I, I, I crazy hope, shit though. I hope. I hope it's. I hope he's not just like swapping out like baboon knee ligaments for human knee ligaments. I hope he's doing something crazy like baboon elbow ligaments, putting in and then putting that in human knees. I hope he's doing shit like that. You know. No, he's, he's he's like doing like fusion techniques and he's adding it into like the elbow of a pitcher and like now all of a sudden five miles an hour has just been tacked on to that fastball exactly but i hope he's like i hope it's not like an a baboon elbow to a human elbow i hope he's like you know mixing ligaments around real <laughs> you know dr shivago stuff Wow, that's okay. Well, we're not gonna we're not gonna dig into that and whatever horror movie <laughs> you have going on in your mind right now. Honestly, I, I don't. I, I don't, with I like don't even think that's what Doctor Shivago did. I don't know why I said that. But oh, um, but Bombay uh, knows Hendrix hockey, and so Bombay's like well, everybody knows Hendrix uh, hockey. Everybody yeah, knows. and so Bombay is like, what exactly is it that you want, Mister Tibbles? He wants you. That's what he's, I think that's interesting. I want you, Gordon. Mm-hmm. I want the next coach of Team USA Hockey to become a household name. I want you to become synonymous with winning and winning to become synonymous with Hendrix. What a fucking that's a good. That's a good sales pitch. Dude, Don knows what he's doing. Right? Yeah. It's Don, I, Don, right? Don? Or is it Yeah, Ron? Don Tibbles. Okay. Yeah, Don Tibbles. I, I was impressed. I actually wrote that down. I was like, you know what? As a kid, I did not appreciate the salesman that Tibbles was. Yeah. Fucking crushes. Like I do as I'm older. 
You know, like then, I was like, damn, that's a good sales pitch. I'd go fucking coach USA uh, hockey after that. Yeah. Why not? What are you going to do? What else are you going to do? Heath sharpen skates in some rinky dink town. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Do you like how Jan starts like slowly creeping into to the conversation yeah. and the, starts just kind of yeah. lurking up and in the background? T- as Tibbles mentions back and forth. Tibbles mentions that Jan has been pitching Bombay for months. Yeah, months, which I think speaks to Jan, uh, his lack of faith in Bombay's hockey skills. He knew yeah. he was not going to make the NHL. <laughs> 29 year like this, old former the, lawyer blows out his knee. Game this is going to come crawling back. I got to get a job for him. Yeah, I got to get this. And because otherwise, I can't have this sad sack of bones loitering around my skate yeah. shop until I drive fucking customers die. away. Yeah, sad like sack attitude. Yeah. Uh, hold on. I got it. Speaking of Tibble's sales pitch, he comes in with another really great sales line, too. He says, Gordon, what you did with the Ducks, there was magic. And we, and by we, I mean Hendricks Hockey, the Junior Goodwill Games, and your country need Need that that magic. magic. What do you say, Coach? Yeah, dude. How do you say no to that? You can't. You can't. You know, pulls at the the patriotism heartstrings. Yeah. You got to serve your country. All that stuff. Yeah. Go represent Junior Goodwill Games. Um, And then Jan gives him the... You better say yes, or I'm going to fucking kill you. Um, throat clear. Mm-hmm. And yep. then Bombay, so Bombay finally agrees. And then Jan gives it, pulls out the fucking duck call, and he treats it as, as if it's like a magical item that we all know about and have seen before. And he gives it to, to Bombay. This is the first time we've seen a duck call. There was no duck call in the first movie. How else they would dr- you round up some ducks, though, Brandon? I'm fine with them rounding up a duck with rounding up the ducks with the duck call, but the way they present it, it's as you know, it's like in in a movie where they're like, "Oh, this is the magical thing that you should know about, and everybody loves." Like they've been like, ducks for no, the end of time. Yeah, like they've been using the duck call since the beginning, since before the first movie. It's like nobody has ever seen that before, Jan. You you literally just bought that at Home Depot ten minutes ago. Maybe they assumed the viewer would imply that how else would you round up the, some ducks? I mean, that's I mean, this this movie, these movies are geared towards kids, right? It's a lot. Yeah. of it's a lot of assuming that a kid would even recognize that as a duck call at first. <laughs> you know, it's just that's, a wooden that's little actually thing. very true. I I will say for as much as I love this movie, the IMDb the IMDb page for like the um like the mistakes and the continuity mistakes is like six pages long. <laughs> oh, I oh, I haven't looked at it yet. I was gonna I was gonna save it to like the 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 last episode to kind of go over those, but I I imagine it's yeah. Just, oh, it is just, just like. Basically, once the junior <laughs> the goodwill game too. The first, all yeah. these, all three of them are not not the greatest. at, you know, the the we're not here for the plot, Heath. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's once once the junior goodwill game starts, like the whole like game flow continuity just goes out the window. Doesn't oh, yeah. fucking matter anymore.
Thanks for listening, everyone. Please remember to follow and like us on Instagram at the Cake Eaters Pod, on Twitter at the Cake Eaters. Also, reach out to us via email, thecakeeaterspod at gmail.com, or visit our website, thecakeeaterspod.com.